Hey, my besties, take some time out to sit back, relax, and chat with us. Ranging from all kinds of topics, such as relationships, friendships, social media, self-care, spirituality, attaining your dreams, and just navigating life with the support of your besties. We started this podcast to make healthy girl talk more common and a form of therapy for young women and even men who may need the company. See if you can relate to our podcast and laugh with us, because what's life without laughing? You can even be featured on the podcast by sending us an email. We want to be your new besties. Come and chat with us. If you'd like to leave us reviews, tips, or contact us for anything, email us at bestietalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bestietalk underscore. New episodes every other Friday. We can't wait to hear from you. Sincerely, your new besties, Maya, Leah, and Cece. Hello, welcome back to another segment on Bestie Talk. Today, it's all three of us. You already know us because you've been here. Today, now it's the third episode. And we're just going to be talking about betrayal with family and friends. So we're just going to have Leah pull a card and we're going to get started. Okay, and this is the Strangers Edition from the Skin Deep card game. So y'all can tell me when to stop and I'll pick one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maya did it quick. <laughs> oh, this one looks like it's hard. It says, How could I help you in becoming the person you want to be? Oh. Aww, that's so <laughs> sweet. That's a stranger's addiction? I mean, a stranger's? Yeah. Addiction? Okay. <laughs> right? It sounds like y'all got to know each other to do that. But okay. Well, I think what we just did. Yeah, before we hopped on the podcast, we had like a whole hour of talking. We did. <laughs> so, we did. That's like, you know, therapeutic conversations and supporting each other, feeling seen by each other, feeling heard by each other. That helps you. And supporting even like on a deeper level, like you guys support my business. Like that is something that I'm trying to elevate towards like a higher me and stuff like that. Um, we share like book recommendations. We share sermons amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, support y'all in all y'all endeavors in school or whatever. I'll stay out the way. I know Leah got the homework. <laughs> I'll stay out the way. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's my answer. Yeah, that's the perfect way of saying it. For sure. I feel like so. the stuff we do send to each other are the way we uplift each other helps us in becoming a person we want to be. Because yeah. if you don't have friends to help uplift you, or help you stay on track then you can fall off that track and not be the person you want to be so absolutely support your besties that's the that's the message (laughs) that's the message that's the podcast we're done (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is the third episode and our our topic is betrayal with your family and friends. If you witnessed it, if you experienced it. I feel like I always do this where, like, I ask a question. Mm-hmm. And you ask me to go? Yes. <laughs> I think you should go first, see? Yeah, so ask I, your question like, and answer it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so I was thinking about, like, why is that even a thing? Because... Like, our family and friends is who we're supposed to get the most love from. Like, that's who we're closest to. And, like, we were just talking about support. Like, they're supposed to support us the most. Mm -hmm. But the total flip side is betrayal. Like, that's so hurtful. So, like, why is betrayal even a thing? And I feel like kind of when they say 
this is like an extreme example, but you know how like white people murder white people, like black people murder black people, like you hurt those around you. Yeah. So I feel like we are more susceptible to betraying our family and friends rather than like others because we know them really well. We know their weaknesses. We know how to get to them. Um, when you're so close to someone, you know, jealousy sprouts up because you see their lifestyle and stuff. And mm -hmm. I don't know if like that leads to like betrayal because you're just so close to them. You know what that reminds me of? Um, not exactly the movie, but the title of the movie. It's a thin line between love and hate. Mm. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's so true. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, do y'all agree, I guess? Like, why do y'all feel like, I guess that's a thing? Okay, as being someone's friend and being in their life, family and friend, people can see what you obtain. And they probably be like, oh, I want that. I really want that. Mm -hmm. So, like, instead of them even asking you for advice and how to obtain that, I feel like some people, it's just their natural instinct. Like, even if you read the Bible, you see multiple things where family members betray their other family member because they want... Cain and more, Abel. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they want more of the approval from God. Yeah. But they don't know how to ask that person, like, hey, how do you do this to get what, I, what they mm -hmm. want for themselves? They just know that they have to cross you some kind of way in order to get that when it's not true. I feel yeah. like that goes with maturity. I feel like that's why a lot of the times betrayal happens... From what I see, I feel like you get betrayed more by people who aren't in mature mindsets. Yeah, that is true. Who haven't healed themselves. Like, yeah, they're mm -hmm. still broken. They're still in that immature mindset. Which I guess healing is equal to mature, and like not being healed is equal to immaturity in my head. So, mm -hmm. After that, I saw this thing online where they said um, you should never be healed, and I I kind of agree with that. Because when mm -hmm. we go through our stages of life, I feel like we're constantly healing from things. It's mm -hmm. just you're at different stages of healing. And I feel like that's true because if you're not healing, then... To me, you won't need God. You may feel like you won't need God. Right? Indestructible. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I look that's at it kind of differently. I agree, but I feel like like you're going to be constantly healing from something different. Like Hopefully, mm -hmm. with that specific thing, you do end up being fully healed from it. Mm -hmm. you know, like if you it, have yeah. multiple relationships hopefully you're healed from that first one mm -hmm. maybe you're still working on healing from the second yeah instead of piling all all that stuff on top of you mm -hmm. that's true and then going to the next relationship not fully healed and bringing in the baggage from that one yeah because woo, it's a whole lot of humans that do that baby the god that i don't run into one of them please <laughs> the man that's healed <laughs> amen so my view on betrayal, I don't know if y'all have the same one. I feel like I kind of view betrayal in a different way as others. I feel like betrayal is inevitable. And it's probably because mm -hmm. I'm still trying to heal from, like, betrayal myself. But, mm -hmm. like, when I was sitting down one night and I was thinking about everybody in my life, everyone I've met, they've betrayed me in some way or another. I just feel like it depends up to you if you decide to give them. And it depends on the level that they've betrayed you at. Because some betrayals can definitely be forgiven and make relationships stronger, but uh, some also can't. Well, damn, what did me and Maya do to you? Like, <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> no, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> hey, we're going to drop names. Drop our names. <laughs> no, but I feel like it can even go 
I'm not gonna say with friendships because I feel like with everyone, it's some mm-hmm. thing that you may feel a certain way towards your friends or family or whoever, whether you voice it or not. I mm-hmm. just feel like betrayal happens all the time. I've never met somebody. Most of the people I know who who they're closest with, they always tell me something that person did to them. And they always end up still in their life. I've never met somebody who are are close to somebody and they never expect some level of betrayal. That's just me. Yeah, I see that mindset. It's because we're humans. We make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how to love perfectly. So mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. But I feel like I think about betrayal like in this grand aspect. Like, So when you're saying you think eventually like it's inevitable I can speak I promise (laughs) y'all and everyone (laughs) everyone at some point is gonna betray you so I'm okay I'm not gonna say everybody but Mm -hmm. I say it's rare to not be everybody maybe it's just me maybe like my heart is so fragile that I feel like I've never really met somebody who's always done me correctly in every single aspect Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to use that if they made a mistake towards me I'm not going to use that against them because I have gone through those bigger betrayals where like my heart is shattered into a million pieces there's no repairing that Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's natural for humans to betray somebody in some way but it also depends on how that person views betrayal that's why I say I feel like betrayal yeah it just it's different to everybody I do think about it like in a major way. So I don't know if maybe it's me walking around with like a veil on, you know what I mean? Like maybe I'm being a little naive. I think but... that's what I am for sure. <laughs> I'm not even. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. Look, said, yep, Look I, know, I know I am. Miss naive. Yeah. What y'all mean? Like, like my. I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You can go, Maya. Like for me, when I meet people, I don't think like okay they're gonna betray me. I try to offer up have uh, allow everybody to have the same chance that I give to everybody. So mm-hmm. basically, when I meet people, they're starting off on a clean slate. I don't think okay, well, you know they're about to betray me. So if they do one thing, then yeah, but y'all know I have a forgiving heart. So that's not really like I can't really yeah. see them betray like that because I'm eventually end up forgiving. Like that's now. how I meet people too. Like everybody mm-hmm. is on a clean slate. You know, yeah. like, I don't know, like, how you betrayal, like, you gotta do something that's, like, that's, I'm talking about, I'm about to be out here just crying. Yeah, I agree, Margaret, like, it's gotta be major, you know, because when I think about my friends, like, my female friends, the couple of male friends that I have, I can't think of any instance where any of y'all have betrayed me. Maybe, no. With one of my friends, I feel like maybe there was like a little bit of jealousy in the past, but like none of y'all, I can think of like a betrayal. Yeah. And so that's why I'm thinking like maybe I'm walking around like a veil. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. But... I don't know, but like not just kind of Leah, because maybe I need to view it like that. You know how Leah views it. Um, yeah. And just because I know a lot of people, that's how I say I know I'm naive because I try to view, how I view the world is like it's all peaches and cream. You know, like I know that there's bad Maya stuff out is there. such a sweetheart. I want the audience to know. <laughs> Maya is a sweetest soul. 
Uh, I be trying, but I know like bad stuff goes on out there. But how I be, I be trying to be like, okay, well, God protects me, he covers me. You know what I'm saying? Like he keeps me protected. I don't know. Like I mean, my eyesight. Yeah, your little house. You know, <laughs> but like I know that there's bad out there, and I feel like I could have avoided so many situations if I would have went in with the mindset of not necessarily saying being guarded, but being more aware of the possibilities of things that could potentially go bad. You know, okay, I thought about something when it comes to relationships. I think totally differently. I think like my like Leah and I'm like, mm. oh, they're going to betray me eventually. Small scale or big scale. But and I that's... don't think that I'll be like, I don't think they're going to betray me. I was you, you give them like the space like you feel like it's possible. No, like I, I look at everybody on a clean slate, but I feel like. Everybody has the potential. To- <laughs> I feel like everybody has the potential to betray you. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't feel like you should put anyone higher of or above anybody. Like, oh, they will never do this to me. Da da da. Because it is yeah. possible, but mm-hmm. still, I am giving you this clean slate. And for mm-hmm. what I've seen, I feel like maybe I'm using the the word betrayal wrong. Maybe it's just like somebody did did something you didn't like, but. I find I know, that's still I betrayal. Like, still betrayal. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's your perspective. Everybody yeah. has their own values. So I feel mm-hmm. like if somebody knows your values and they still mess messed up, like protecting you and protecting your mm-hmm. values, that's definitely betrayal. So I feel like everybody definitely can do that. But when I view somebody, I don't think they're gonna do it to me. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. what I've noticed, everybody has eventually done something like yeah. that to mm-hmm. their loved ones. So when yep. you meet somebody else, not ne- not even necessarily saying um, in a relationship or mm-hmm. just in general, if you meet somebody else, mm-hmm. like going forward, how would you how would y'all view view them based on your based on what you define betrayal as? Because I know I feel like we like we said we all start off with a clean slate with somebody, yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely start off with a clean slate. I don't really, but like I said, I do, for whatever reason, think of my friends differently from my partners. I think of my, I think of my family differently too. But I think it's because I've only, whoop, I can't say that. I was about to say. <laughs> I'm going to say I've only been deeply scarred by like the man I was with. But like we talked about parents. <laughs> but being I mean- really real. <laughs> Sorry to intrude, but I have something to say. Well. I feel like you and Maya are the same people, for real. You always say, mm-hmm. oh, you're so forgiving. You're so an angel. But you don't realize you're an angel yourself, see? I feel like you're so forgiving that mm-hmm. you don't even realize you be forgiving people when they betray you over small stuff. So the only mm-hmm. reason you view betrayal as a big thing is because that's the only thing that's, like, you're cut off. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you got to cut off people because they betray you small, yes. but I feel like you're such an angel, too. You don't even recognize that as betrayal. So that's just uh-huh. me. Get y'all a bestie like we did. <laughs> Period. Dang, she's got me feeling all warm and fuzzy. Because, <laughs> see, she really is forgiving. Like, I, both of y'all are so forgiving. Like, I feel like when it comes to the three of us, like, y'all definitely are the angels. And I'm, like, the one trying to get wings. <laughs> no. But you already got your wings. Lynn, you are I'm going to graduate and get my wings. Look. No, Not at all. To see her. Not at all. It's funny when I look at us three. 
I feel like sometimes I can I can think of a certain subject and I feel like me and you, Leah, were more similar. And then I could think of another subject subject and I'm like, okay, me and Maya are more the same in this area. Mm-hmm. But no, like we already talked about it. You're very forgiving as well. Yes. And it's funny you said that because I feel like, you know, just before we started the episode, you and Leah, I mean, I'm talking to Leah right now. So you and Maya. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, having multiple sisters. <laughs> but you and Maya was speaking about being similar and forgiving people. And I was sitting there like on the outskirts, like I might forgive, but oh okay, what you guys were speaking on was um allowing people back into your life, basically. Mm. But then I felt like I was on the outskirts of that because I don't allow people back into my life. So mm-hmm. yeah. you're right. Yeah, I, don't know. I forgive until I can't forgive no more. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm done. No, that's I can't why I honestly, like I'm so down to talk about betrayal, but I feel mm-hmm. like that's it's such a hard topic to talk it about. Is. I feel like people every day, even we're 23, 24 right now, right? Am I tripping? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm about December 24 next month. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 24 okay. December, right? So, um, even when we're 60, I feel like people still have trouble with the topic betrayal. I feel like people will never understand. Like, I don't think I'll ever understand why people betray people. Like, I remember journaling because I started this new thing. I like praying, but sometimes I feel like journaling to God, it gives me more of an effect, like more of an outlet to him. Like, I'm more vulnerable on paper than I am talking. Yeah. So, um, so when I um, journaled to him, I was like, I want to know why people betrayed me. I want to know why they did. And I don't understand why every time I confront people that betray me, they never give me an answer. I've never received an answer from anybody. And mm-hmm. I know I don't need closure from the situation, which what I'm probably seeking from them. But I have to accept that I'm never going to forgive that. And I'm never going to know why somebody did that to me. But it really, really irks me why mm-hmm. I can't get an answer. And I guess because people don't even know why they do what they do. Period. Girl, you the last thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you just said. Yes. They don't even no, know why. They don't like, even know why. And then the another thing. I'm sorry. I got yes. it. Go ahead. You on a roll, Okay. I feel like that's why people always try to come back when they know mm-hmm. when they did something wrong because they don't even know why they did themselves. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what? We just spoke on this. I think I don't know if you said it during the podcast or it was prior to, but you was just like unhealed equals immaturity healed yeah. equals immaturity maybe the reason why they did some of the things they did one like you just said they don't know also because they probably have um things deep within them that they haven't brought up yet or that causes them to do some of the things they've mm-hmm. done or mm-hmm. some of the things they do without knowing but like if they get to the root of it then maybe they'll know because in that moment that's when they're starting to heal you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I feel yeah. like they're too scared. They're Absolutely. too scared to go to the, the root of it. Because like exactly. you were saying, you were, I think it was before we started the podcast, you know how you say you yeah. don't want to confront certain things because you're on you're on a mindset of your business and everything right now. You're not ready oh, to okay. unravel those traumas. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like for them, if they go to the root of it, like a mm-hmm. lot of people don't want to go to the root of something. No. So they, but they're still going to act on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. If that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. That does make sense. Like some people, oh, go ahead. No, you can. Oh. Well, let me clarify. When I say act on it, I meant acting as it as it's scarring them inside of them. So, 
that's why they act the way they do, but they're too scared to unravel that trauma Mm-hmm. to stop the way they act is what mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah probably because they've been doing it for so long that at this point they feel like this is sec- second nature to them or this is what I've been doing Make- basically mm-hmm. making excuses to continue to do what they're yes. doing when they know deep down that it's not right you know mm-hmm. but it's a habit yeah okay question for the audience um when y'all listen to this podcast side up on our D- or yeah sign our DMs on Instagram and Basically, tell us what y'all what y'all meaning of betrayal is. Like, we would love mm-hmm. to hear it because mm-hmm. I feel like everybody have different meanings. That's and if you got meaning. something you need to get off your chest, period. Let us know. We all best to hear. Mm-hmm. Best to talk. Yeah, because <laughs> we've been getting a lot off our chest. And I feel like hour and I'm half. actually <laughs> very passionate about this title or this topic on this episode because. In my whole life, I've never really talked about betrayal with someone. Like, I'll tell somebody, like, I'll use relationships, for example. I'll tell the next person my relationship with somebody had did to me in the past in a way that I am what I am. So this is what I expect of you. But Mm -hmm. we don't really go into depth about betrayal and what I think is betrayal and all this. They just be like, okay, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we're actually talking about it. And I've never talked about betrayal like this with anyone. Yeah, because yeah, everyone has such a different perspective mm-hmm. and different levels that they're willing to play around with. Like we give you know, certain people mm-hmm. leeway and certain people we don't give any leeway. I have a question for y'all. Go ahead. So everybody talks about how they're a victim or whatever of betrayal. Do y'all think y'all ever betrayed someone? Come on. Ooh. That's a good question. <laughs> Dang, you turn the table on me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Accountability. <laughs> oh, I know I have. I, I feel like even though if I don't know what I did specifically to that person, I feel like I have because I'm not perfect. And yeah. you know, I feel like nobody's perfect, so I can't even sit up here and be like, "Oh no, I never betrayed somebody." Because, like we just said, everybody meaning of betrayal is something different. Mm-hmm. It could be like I went to you know the store, but I forgot to tell my friend that I was going to the store, so maybe they feel betrayed. When mm-hmm. I think, in my mind, that's something so small, because I'm coming and I back. I wanted some Reese's Cup, and you're getting That is true, though, you know because I've noticed myself, like, even being home, like, I can hear my mom talk about, oh, I need this, this, this from the store, and I'm going to the store to give me some ice cream, and I came back, and she noticed, but I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know what y'all talking about. She oh said I did God. it on purpose. Can you imagine Leah walking in the house, <laughs> rustling the bag real loud. Everybody <laughs> Her brother, Leah, what smashed. you got? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's just some stuff for me. <laughs> right. You know, um, that's just me being lazy, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like we've all, like, because oh. everybody betrays different. Mm. Yeah. Can you betray a stranger no no, no would that no. person be a stranger i'm gonna say would that person be a stranger no 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 because no, um, you all know they value yeah i mean i think on a like i can just say this and this may sound cliche i have betrayed god over and over by such disrespectful yeah. things that i've done and i knew like i went through a stage like Leah, I feel like you watched me go through it <clears throat> where I was so selfish and like I was selfish in a manner towards like men. So how do I put this? 
Like, I just was doing whatever, however I wanted. And I just wanted what I wanted from them. And I would move on. And I feel like I was betraying God because I wasn't moving in my authentic self. I was moving in a shut my heart down type of way you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I was just wilding out like but I know while you were going through that period I feel like I was going through the same thing and we we were judging about it we were like sorry girls we ain't even talking to each other but this is what we've been doing right yes (laughs) (laughs) we were on that demon time and (laughs) I yeah I'm sorry lord but But I I think that's just growing up like you were healing mm-hmm. from a heartbreak at that time and I was too so mm-hmm. that's just yeah. I guess that was just a response to our trauma yeah. yeah and to finish my thought of like when I said I was being selfish I was um I purposely chose to put myself first in a lot of situations and didn't care about if I was luring someone in to have feelings for me or anything like I was being selfish in that, in that manner and right. so yeah but but, but that kind of yeah, I got experience. I guess it kind of goes with um, you saying, can you betray a stranger? I feel like, you know how you say you were using men? Just because, mm-hmm. like, you wanted one thing and then you kind of dipped mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was doing that, too, at that same time period. But yeah. I've noticed I what stopped me from doing all that craziness is because I felt like that person betrayed, betrayed me. Granted, I wasn't even close to that person. Like, I was using them for their body. I'm pretty sure they were using me for my body and mm-hmm. experiences or whatever. But to me, they betrayed me. And I n- never talked to them again. So maybe mm. that can be a stranger. Maybe you can betray a stranger. Yeah. Thinking about I it wanna, like that, that I is true. I want to say something about it. But it's really going to put me out there. <laughs> you can just edit it out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Because I feel like you can't help other people with their experiences. If, like, yeah. you don't say your experiences. Yeah. So, what yeah. was going on, I was going through it at that time period. And this person, they um, they were in college. And I wanted to go to college. I didn't want to go to the military. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can go to college parties, turn up, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I didn't really know this person. Like, if he wanted to call me or text all day, I did not text back. I was not going to FaceTime. I'll see you when I get there. And we can mm-hmm. be cool during that time. And when I leave. Yeah, so we weren't really that close we were just having fun nine mm-hmm. times out of ten we were always just drunk okay we had went to this college party and we were like super super drunk so like we came back I feel like even if I don't know you like that I maybe I put my values on him but I feel like most people should know this value that if a girl is super drunk She's not aware of anything. It don't matter if she's fighting with you. If y'all both yeah. are really drunk, y'all should not be having sex. Yeah, just no. like go to sleep. So no. like when I woke up, I didn't really remember what had happened. I just know that like I didn't have my clothes on and stuff. So yeah. when I uh I had texted him the next day and I had asked him what, what happened and all that. And he told me like we had sex and all that. I'm like, okay, cool. That was granted. I was flirting with you. We done it before. So it shouldn't mm-hmm. be a problem. But I asked him, did he use a condom? Which everybody mm-hmm. should use a condom. Like, we've been using condoms this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He told me he didn't use a condom. And that really, I was like, hell no, That's I cannot yeah. talk to him again. Like, that yeah. really made me feel some type of way. Because it's like, damn, bro, like, 
I told you, like, we always use one. Why wouldn't you use one this time? Mm-hmm. That this is such a violation. Better. Yeah. That's called stealthing, isn't it? Stealthing? I don't know, girl. I'm I just sure not, the term. I'm not talking to him. And to this it's day, illegal. Yeah. And to this day, like, like he'll still try to talk to me or whatever. And I just block him every single time. But we don't yeah. got nothing to talk about. Right? No. So, like, you disrespected me, that. my body, my everything. That's yeah. absolutely sick. Yeah. So sick. I count that as a betrayal. Mm-hmm. from a stranger <laughs> big betrayal because you know our pattern and you chose to go against it and we knew I wasn't exactly. in my right mind to mm-hmm. voice my opinion and stuff Ooh, that yeah. actually makes me think about something oh my gosh if we're getting into sex then shoot okay I- I'm gonna put this out there yeah and I know my ex ain't gonna never hear this so I'm trying to think about who else gonna hear this <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> But similar to what you said, like, I feel like a lot of females go through that with you're not in your right mind. Um, maybe you're drinking or you were high or whatever it may be. And a dude or whoever will just take advantage of that. And they try to act like they're not taking advantage of it. But it's like, bro, you totally did. So um, my first love, dude, I was with, we had already been like a couple years into the relationship. So, you know, like it's huge amounts of trust. And um, I was with him at his apartment and we did Drunk Uno and boy, he was winning. So I was so drunk. (laughs) I was so drunk and Mm -hmm. he was not where I was. He was just like a little tipsy. And so we ended up doing what we did. You know, we're boyfriend, girlfriend in a relationship. So we did what we did that night. And I, I don't know, the next morning I'm like cooking breakfast and stuff and we sit down at the table, we're about to eat. And he's like, give me your phone. And so I hand it over, not really thinking. And he's like, <laughs> he's like going through and I like look over and he's in my camera roll and I'm like, what you, look, what you looking at? And he pulls up a video and it's us from the mm. night prior. I never mm. agreed to that. And so... When I'm looking, I'm like, is that me? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, uh-uh. I snatched the phone out of his hand. I'm like, what? was this last night? And he's like, yeah. Um, and he sees, like, I'm in a, you know, alarm type of state. And he's like, you literally agreed to this. And I'm like, I don't remember agreeing to this. And he's like, you literally said, yes, you watched me prop up the, the phone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but... I was drunk. Like, I don't remember agreeing to this. And I don't know why, like, just seeing yourself on a video and not being aware that you are on a video, like, that, like, totally alarmed me. And I I was like, uh uh-uh. I was like, delete this. And so we were in a long-distance relationship. And so he tried to, like, guilt me and, like, well, what I'm going to have for the next two months, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't give a damn. (laughs) You're going to be loyal (laughs) without these damn sex tapes. (laughs) Right. So, you know, thank God it was on my phone. But he was about to send it to his phone, and I deleted it. And so, yeah, but he respected it afterwards. But I was like, you're not going to, like, guilt me into keeping yeah. it. Mm-hmm. They'll do that. Because you know me. You know, like, he was my first. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I explored, like, my sexual prowess, whatever it's called, like, with him. So mm-hmm. you know I'm not on that type of time making sex tapes. So that mm-hmm. just felt really crazy because that's the person you love and blah 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 he's like my best friend 
Yeah, and he yeah. knew you. Like, yeah. he definitely knew you wouldn't want to keep that. And then you said no when you saw it. And he was like, what I'm going to have? Like, yeah. Manipulation. You ain't going to have me. Manipulation for sure. Yeah. I've noticed every person that did something to me and I um try to talk to them about it, they always try to manipulate you into um making it seem like, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because y'all know that Facebook post. That no, I manipulate me. I was gonna say that's why I'm with smiling, <laughs> Mr. Brown. You're trying to manipulate me, and that's Bro. exactly what they do. When you try to confront them because they got caught. Girl, right? We need to start adding oh, um, memes. in here because I feel like right. we love memes, bro. Right. <laughs> Y'all just wait till we uh are in one location and we make a little YouTube video. Oh yes, stay tuned, y'all. Stay. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so fun. But I wanted to bring up um betrayal like on a small scale. I just wanted to bring up like another story of mine, I guess, <laughs> mm-hmm. just to see like if y'all relate. Cause I know we were talking about it before we started the episode. Um, but we were talking about you know parents and stuff, and I thought about the betrayal with my dad, like we were talking on trying to have those deep conversations with the, with your parent. If you feel like maybe there's some scarring that's happened or, you know, everyone's childhood is not perfect. So like, if you've been through some stuff with your parent, like eventually when you're grown up, you should be able to have that conversation face to face. Like, this is how I felt when you used to do this. Like we should be able to have those conversations, but we are not when they're mm-hmm. guilty or like they're unhealed themselves. So they're not willing to unravel that part. And I was thinking about, like, when I was, this is the betrayal that I felt very deeply from um, my dad. When I was, like, 17, I put on my big girl pants, and I was like, okay, conversation with your father, Sierra, okay? And, or maybe I didn't, like, he probably called me up, and I just decided, like, this is going to be the day. And I brought up, I said, you know, I want to have a closer relationship with you and I want to figure out how we can get to that and oh my gosh like this man totally deflected everything like totally took the subject to something else and was like you know saying things that try to hurt me and wasn't in his right mind like wasn't exactly sober so I don't want to say like that's my dad's character because it's not at all but when he was saying these things it shut me down to the point where I said you know what it felt like betrayal to me because me as your daughter, like I've been a, like a good girl, you know, mm-hmm. most of my mm-hmm. childhood, whatever. A daughter who you should be proud of. Like I came to you saying, I want to be closer with you. Like I yearn to be closer with you and I'm willing to have these conversations and you totally shut it down. Like that was such a huge betrayal to me that it shifted the trajectory of our relationship. I feel like where, like I was saying before, um, I'm like permanently distant from him. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I just stopped caring. Cause I'm like, you know what? And even at that, you know, at that mindset, I think my mom had to like cool me down or whatever, but yeah, I was crying and stuff. I was a hot mess. And I said, you know what? I'm cutting him off for good. I didn't do it. Cause I, you know, I love my dad unconditionally. I really, really mm-hmm. do. So I didn't cut him off, but in my little childish mind, I was 17. That I was big like, heart. Oh, that's, that's okay. I'm done with it. <laughs> but yeah. you know. I love him to death. I just, I know that I can't have certain conversations with him. And that's what it, it is, what it is. Yeah. 
I think we all like um before the podcast, like she said, we really got deep into our betrayal examples or mm-hmm. our experiences. Um, so same as far as the parent, I feel like, and I'm not even gonna say in a black community because I don't know how other communities operate when it comes to their parents. I'm not gonna say you know one community or one race has it worse than the other one. Um, but specifically on my from my perspective, I feel like on my fam on my mom's side of my family, like when it comes to stuff like that or when a person does something to to you or basically if they do something to you, they don't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. They expect you to move on and mm-hmm. continue on in with life and then expect everyone else to be happy, you know, and everything like that. The whole time is just like address the things that you've done to me so we can move forward. Like like she said, like we're grown, we're adults. I feel like because we are grown and adults, we should have those conversations with people who consider themselves as grown adults. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. key word that I said, consider themselves because mm-hmm. maybe half the time they act more childish than the 15 year old, but y'all adults though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why um, on the subject of parents, I wish they would talk to us more. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all parents already talked to y'all about their experiences they had to go through when they were younger with their parents and family members and all that. But yeah, my parents, they really don't tell me situations in detail because sometimes I would like to know what people have gone through. So maybe I can understand that betrayal more. Like, okay, you've been through this. This is the way you are. But Mm -hmm. when you don't talk to us about anything We would never know. Yeah. I just had some connections. Okay. So like you said, you guys both agree your parents haven't talked to you about like their experiences growing up with their parents and stuff so my mom has and so that's helped me very much understand her and understand like her character understand why she moves what she does maybe understand like some insecurities and stuff but my dad like we were saying me coming from not a two-parent household like my um, my parents split when I was like six years old. So I always view like my friends who have two parent households as like more healthy than my childhood or whatever. And realizing as I've grown up and I've, you know, some of my sisters have two parent households and things are not all peaches and cream. Now I'm realizing like, oh, wow. Okay. They don't have it perfect just because they have two parents in the house. My dad mm-hmm. had two parents in the house and I don't understand like what went wrong Mm-hmm. like I wish I knew his story so like I wish he would speak to me about things because the way I see it I'm like you had it freaking good sir yeah. like I don't understand why <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I know that he has like pain that has affected him in his childhood or in his teenage years or early adulthood whatever it may be but yeah. if you don't tell me I don't know and then I can't understand you so but all I'm left to do is give grace do you think it's because something that happened to him while he served in the military? Because I know your dad was in the military. Mm. No, because no, because he um, no. it's funny. Like obviously he like my mom was like the love of his life at one point. So the things that he told my mom opened up to her about like my mom has told me. So some things that she told me, some things kind of started in high school. Mm. for him so it was before military because he was he was on demon time in the military like <laughs> he, didn't what branch was he, in he was in the navy okay <laughs> so yeah but sometimes do y'all think sometimes i think like 
It don't even have to deal with the way you raise. Some people just are the way they are. I don't know how mm-hmm. they are that way, but they just view certain things in their head. Yeah. Different from other people. And you'll That's never so know why they view stuff like that. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People come out however they are. Oh, that makes me think of um this Instagram video that I saw. And the lady was saying how sometimes we uh we attach ourselves to like the traumas that we went through because it's birthed good qualities in us like Mm -hmm. that friendship that I had where I was you know taken advantage of and stuff like that like my generosity came from that whatever or like maybe um me going through such a hard childhood made me really kind and considering of others whatever like good qualities sometimes come from like the worst situations we've been in and she was saying Dang, don't lose your train of thoughts here. Come on, <laughs> oh, she was saying just like those good qualities were birthed from negative environments, you know, we come out however we're going to be. So those good qualities could have been nurtured and came from a positive environment. We basically, I guess, when it comes to us having children in the future, that's I think about, you know, my kid is going to come out however they, however they come out. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe my little daughter, she's going to be a little feisty, like, mm-hmm. and maybe, like, strong-willed. She's going to be strong-willed in a positive environment. I don't yeah. want her to be strong-willed because she came in an environment where she had to fight for things and, like, you know, she had to always defend herself. She wasn't protected. Like, I want her to be her natural, authentic self and come from a positive, healthy environment. <laughs> and <laughs> you know speaking, on, speaking on that, it's so crazy that you said that because how I view, how I view it is, like, Say, for instance, you have two people going through the same situation, exact same, nothing is different. Um, But we're going to say that the situation is bad. From that perspective, you can have a person whose mindset is totally different. They can come at it with a positive outlook on it saying, okay, well, I've been through that situation, so I'm not going to view it like that. I don't know that I went through this, so my next move that I'm going to take is going to make sure that I'm not back in that situation again. You can have a person who is like I said, with the same situation, who has a, a different view on it, it's just like, okay, well, I'm about to be down and out because I done been through this. You don't know how hard I had to struggle. And this is the reason why I'm like this and having, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily ne- negative view on the world, but it's not as the same view as the other person that had. Mm-hmm. So that's how I like to view things too. Because some people, um, the views are different for sure. Mm-hmm. So. It all depends. Like you said, like the lady said, um, it basically goes on how that person would be. That like going through situations will tailor you into becoming the person who you're meant to be. That kind of reminds me that even if you were in a bad situation, I feel like some people, they like force themselves to be stuck in those bad situations because um, countless people I've been, I've been friends with and been in relationships with, they'll say, oh, I'm this way because I struggled growing up. I'm from this such place, blah, blah, blah. This is why I am the way I am. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it type stuff. But I'm like, I just be thinking like, are you proud of being in that situation? I mean, I'm glad you got out of it. Exactly. Just because you overcame that situation, don't still live in that situation mm-hmm. and make it guide you the way you are. Like prevail from that situation and be more than it. Don't be stuck yeah. in it because you had to go through that. 
Exactly. Like, use it as a... A motivator? You know, yes, a motivator. Don't use it as, like, um, like how Leah said. Yeah. It's kind of like, if I have... I was watching this other podcast. That's why I'm bringing up this example. Um, But the lady, her father... So the lady, her grandfather was in jail. And then her father ended up being in jail as well. And so she ended up being in jail. She was like, I feel like it was bound to happen to me. Like, she said that as a child. I hear that all the time. Yeah, she said that as a child, she imagined herself as a teenager going in jail. And that's exactly what happened. By the time freshman year of high school came, she ended up going to juvie. And to me, that's like, okay, you really are letting your environment or like your past generation traumas just dictate your life like what no you have absolute control and you see that a lot it's like you you got people like you know oh I got one name like successful black people like Jay-Z and like Kanye Oprah all these people coming from these not so great conditions you know coming from the hood or coming from wherever they came from and they chose to go the better route they chose to work hard and go against the grain and then you got people who choose to just sink right into all the traumas mm-hmm. that they saw it's like why not mm-hmm. but i know yeah. it's easier said than done because yeah i'm gonna say going back to the parents um i think i said this earlier i don't know if this was like before the podcast or what but um people would be like you are your mom your mom you are your mother's daughter or something like that or you going to grow up to be just like your mom or this, that, and the third. But when people tell me that, I'll be like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, maybe we have similarities, you know, some of the things that we do. But from the things that I went through with my mom, um, I've learned from them. Like, mm-hmm. from different situations, you can learn from them and turn it into something positive or be like, okay, well, my mom did it. Like, I've taken a lot of good things from my mom. Like, my mom, she's a praying lady. Love my mom to death. Prayer. Like, her just and her relationship with God, like, I took that from her. But some things um, that weren't so bright, no. Like, I learned from those. Like, okay, well, I don't want to be like that. So, right. yeah, yeah, that just goes with that. Yeah. Have y'all ever had a situation where somebody will vent to you about how they've been hurt in the past and then they end up hurting you the same way those people have hurt them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is that a thing? Because yeah. for me, when I hear somebody vent to me, like, oh, this is how they've been hurt in the past and seeing them so passionate and still hurt from those situations, I'm like, I love you, so I'm going to do everything in my power to not ever hurt you in that way. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to hurt you, period. But I specifically don't want to hurt you in that way because I want to show you that you're more than those situations. And then they do the same thing that happened to them. Now I'm dealing with the same shit you done went through. Right. <laughs> right. But that's what we just talked about, though. I feel like even though they tell you about that hurt, they haven't healed from that hurt. So, so they're repeating they, it. Exactly, because they haven't fully mm-hmm. healed from it yet. And they don't know how to go about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what that is, too. But... They haven't healed from it. I guess you can't force somebody to heal. Yeah, they haven't healed from it, but I'm actively showing you that you're not that situation. Like, I'm showing you different perspectives that that's not the only thing that defines you. But still, you're dishing it out to me. Yeah, you could try to show them all day long, but if they're not really ready to heal, 
Oh, you know, what's he say? They ain't removed <laughs> yeah. that veil yet. Yeah, they ain't removed it yet. Sometimes they be so caught up like, on it's bigger than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally, they be so caught up in the previous stuff. Like, mind you, they are aware, it's, especially if they're telling you. You know what I'm saying? What hurt them? They are aware. Mm-hmm. But it's more the fact that they haven't sat down with themselves yet and be like, okay, well, I'm noticing how this is affecting me. So let me stop doing this. Instead, they're they're noticing it and they either, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, they'll tell somebody, but they're gonna continue to do what they mm-hmm. do because maybe it's easier for them to continue on like that rather than sitting down with themselves and being like, okay, well, let me try to process how I'm feeling. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like it's like human behavior to just keep repeating. It's like, you know, whipping your children. People did that for so many years, generation after generation. Yeah. Y'all know that's not the best way. They still not stopping. Oh, stop <laughs> Baby, if I was that girl, if I was five years, I'm having to steal with people. I watched Liz. Liz get whooped the other day. <laughs> Liz used to beat Dallas. <laughs> not Dallas. Not I was Why black say, people always gotta hit their dog? I was just gonna say, I might whip my hey. kids, but not too much. <laughs> but- <laughs> Look, only okay. This is how I be whipping. I only whip them when they. Talk to them first. Explain to them why you're going to whip them yeah. before you whip them. Because my thing, because I'm not going to lie, my mom used to, hey, she used to tell my tail up, baby. My thing is, my mama would go straight in. She would not tell me why I'm being whooped. She wouldn't tell me why she told me to go outside and get the switch off the branch. And don't come back in here with one that's like thin as heck. Oh, my God. But it's just like, explain to me why I'm getting whooped. Because in my head, you whooping me for no reason. And this is child abuse. And I don't like yeah. that abuse. Yeah. I'm ready to run away at this point. I done wrote my letter. I already dropped it up <laughs> in the bathroom. maybe i won't with my kids because now looking back i remember being older like whipping i guess it used to work because i'm a pretty good child i'm a pretty good little girl so i guess it did work these days so many kids right but once i start becoming a teenager i still got whoopings my big my big self still (laughs) i used to laugh make no sense Right, I used to laugh at them and like my spicy stuff. I used to say like that don't even hurt. So then I started getting beaten, and Ooh. I regret telling them it hurt it. I should have uh-huh. screamed and cried and all that. <laughs> she she ain't learned her lesson. Right, no, spit bubbles would have been so dramatic with it. Oh my gosh, the spit bubbles is so annoying when kids do that. Oh my god. <laughs> I know we got to wrap up in a few. So do y'all want to give like, I guess, because betrayal is so hard of a topic, like how y'all deal with yeah. it. I was going to ask, like, how do you move on yeah. or how have you moved on? Um, I can go. Um, For me with betrayal, I just, I mean, like, I feel how I feel because, yes, I'm hurt. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, my goodness, I'm I'm a forgiving person. I don't hurt. I just forgive and move on. No. Like, I sit there and I process everything. But how I view it, like I told y'all earlier, like, I'm going to forgive that person. But, I, yes, I stopped talking to them for a while. But in my heart, like, if they come back, I won't be, um, like, Standoff is a rude to them. I try to be, but 
I can't keep that facade on for long. I be like, mm-hmm. why you texting me or something like that? I can't keep that on for long. But um, moving forward, I know how to move with you, though. Like, I know I can mm-hmm. allow you to be so close to me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. not too close where you can do the same thing that you did to me again. Like, I know how to basically keep you at a, a safe distance, not to ruin me again. Mm-hmm. If that's, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and establish boundaries as well. Going forward, yeah. making sure that those boundaries are in place because I'm not going to say betrayal happened because boundaries wasn't established or that person not knowing, like Leo put it, like your values. And so I can't really say that, but I feel like if you set those boundaries, there won't be so much room for that to mm, happen. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. Time. Okay, okay, good. Y'all figured out what I'm putting down. Yeah. (laughs) So as long as you establish those boundaries, because if you put that out on the table first and let them know, like, okay, as soon as something was to happen and they betrayed you off rip, I don't like that. Now, Mm -hmm. from that moment, when you tell them that you don't like that and they're not receptive of it or they don't take that into consideration moving forward, okay. Yeah, I feel like um, we're dealing with healing from betrayals and all that. You definitely have to learn, like, when to forgive and when to cut that person out. Like you can forgive them a million times, but at a point when you forgive them so much, they be like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, they just gonna forgive me anyways. I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, eventually you have to let them know, like, yo, if you do something to me one more time, you know my values. You know mm-hmm. it's hurting me. And you still don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, this is done. It's wraps. You have to show them and let them miss you because... Like, they're just going to keep doing it if they think there's no penalty for it. Yeah. Yeah. Another nugget I want to say, too. I feel like I do this where if I have been betrayed by someone, I don't know why I do this, but I'll think about how I may have egged the situation on or, like, what was my input on in the situation. And I, I just, like, hold mm-hmm, myself same. accountable Mm-hmm. and then when I do hold myself accountable it's like I go softer on the person and so I don't know if that's good or bad um but we're just moving on from betrayal I feel like you know like I was saying before I pretty much I guess I treat people differently my friends and my family and my love my partner I feel like I treat each one differently and I don't know if that's good or bad either <laughs> but when it comes to family and like friends like I said I've never been betrayed by friends I can't I can't speak on that but when it comes to family being betrayed by family I give them more leeway and I guess I just recognize that we're humans and like we make mistakes and I just give them more leeway but with my partners like I definitely well, let something slide maybe once or twice, but after that, once I'm done, yeah, <laughs> bro, you're not gonna know Sierra no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. but once I'm done and I am done with someone, I don't need to communicate, you know, because I know people who try to still communicate with their ex and like be friends with their mom, you know what I mean, like the mom in law, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I watch some of my friends do that, and it's not something that I like connect with at all. Like I don't have it in me. I was just watching a YouTube video of um, Slim Thug and Latoya Lucky, like I was telling Maya. I was like, oh, look at them. They're exes and they're still good friends. They're I exes? Friends. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, they're exes. <laughs> For almost 10 years. Fine-ass couple. I'm so crazy. I'm 
You trying to get to <laughs> Not you too. Um, wait He's a minute. Fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Slump Dog is fine. He's like an ugly fine. That's what I, I like. He, he, uh, he's a solid savage. Leah is from Houston. Like, Ooh, I love the country. <laughs> hey, I'm, anyway. trying be, I'm trying to be the Houston princess. Right. <laughs> Girl. Oh my gosh. We got like three celebrity boyfriends. Yeah, Drake, Brand Fias. Drake, Brand Slim Dog. Y'all like yeah. uh y'all like my man new album? I only like um what's that song? <laughs> what's that song? Because I was gonna call you about it, actually. The song is towards the end, ain't it? Yes. Uh-huh. It's like, it's the, not the, the one with 21 Savage? No, the one right I above like it. That one. I don't really I like that one, but not for real for real. He gave me one solid song. Wait, I got it. One that starts with a T? Nope, nope, no, it ain't. Liability. That's okay. what I was talking about. <laughs> Bro, that's the only song the one that starts with a T. <laughs> I knew it had a T in it. <laughs> <laughs> it had a T in that song, right? Liability. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are annoying. <laughs> That's it. He wrong for that. He could have kept that in the, in the draft. I didn't want oh that. He could have dropped liability as a single. The rest of it. And that one time I saw him that that P belong to me. Some I want the P. Oh no. Yeah, because it don't belong to you. I say that much. <laughs> Somebody I want the so I so y'all one thing about me, I don't really curse like that no more. But basically it, I think he said somebody he wants the pussy, the pussy belong to me. That song was weird. So I'm yeah, like, why'd you do that? Sounds. You know, but Drake is known for people that. People like to hear nowadays. That song was like 30 seconds, though. Let me see. <laughs> calling my name. The pussy is calling my name. That's what it's called. Oh. I don't know, man. Okay. He, he says things that's like really sketched to me sometimes. Like the song where it's about him. I ain't gonna lie. I love the song. Like, I be bopping to it. But the song where it's about him putting a girl in an apartment in another city so she not around anyone else. Desires. Yeah, like that shit's weird to me. And then I there's another that. song. I know, right? If you paying my bills. <laughs> See, that's toxic. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> no, like, Maya. You I know, right? Like, I can... the controlling part of it. Yes, the controlling part of it is We need me. to make that another episode. Controlling. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. that's very real. Because me, I used yeah. to think that's what I wanted. It's not. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Speaking about controlling comes into all different aspects. Yes. Like sexually, mentally, controlling you, like spiritually. Oh my gosh. Maya, you got some? Yes, because I was about to say we should we should name it the difference between leading yeah. versus controlling. No, no, no. Leading I like that. versus controlling. Because sometimes I like, like I know we pray for a man that leads. Okay, but God, you know what I'm saying? God be like, you gotta get specific. What does that look like? Because sometimes we can view controlling and we could view it as leading. Whole time, mm-hmm. baby. You controlling what I'm That's doing. so true, Maya. Hey, but we're going we gonna to save. We're going to save that for the, when, when, when you get there. Yeah. So anyway, back to my thought before we got on all of that. I was just saying that <laughs> That's how I move on. And that is a wrap. <laughs> 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 Alright, so we're gonna give y'all homework. Let us know how you feel about betrayal. Um, and let us know what some topics, what are some topics that you would love to hear us talk about on the podcast. And if you even want to be featured, 
but love to have y'all online with us and actually see how y'all perspectives are on some of the topics that we discuss here but we'll see y'all in two weeks um and yeah bye, bye. Chicken.